Welcome. I'm Antonio Baldovinos on my podcast called Impacting Leaders. My goal is to add value to your life and speak to you about all things pertaining to leadership. Welcome to today's episode. Today I want to be speaking to you about public speaking, something that I've been doing for about 20 years and I kind of started public speaking a complete like complete accident uh, but I I always wanted to to do it I saw a lot of people do it I kind of uh, used to compare myself to them like uh, I don't know if I would be any good at it so secretly I wanted to uh, be a public speaker I wanted to do it I want to be a part of it but I didn't know how and I didn't have the tools to get me there and I really thought that you had to be kind of born with the gift of public speaking. And I saw a lot of great public speakers and I thought, oh man, they're charismatic. They got all this going for them. I can't do it. I won't do it. And you really stop yourself and the fear of public speaking is real. Uh, It is said that next to death, it's the scariest thing that someone wants to do in their life. And I would say 70, 80%, 90% maybe of people are scared of public speaking, but it affects everything in your life. You're always doing it from the time you're little in school to the time you're, if you're in organ in any organization, you're going to be invited to speak. And most public speakers, no matter what capacity or responsibility that they are in, whether in business or nonprofit or, or church or whatever it is, uh, the public speaker, the pe- person who's speaking publicly is usually the leader. So, uh, and and also in business, they're the ones making more money because they're looked upon as the leader, the one who's directing and giving direction. And so uh, learning to public speak will actually bring out more dividends. Uh, they'll bring out more responsibility. It'll have greater uh, possibilities of a, a better income. So Public speaking really has a great impact on a person's life as well as the benefit of impacting other people's lives. But a lot of people are inhibited by fear and fear is a gripping thing that will stop or could stop a person to even begin the journey of learning to public speak because, man, they don't want to be. There's all sorts of reasons why people don't want to public speak. Let me give some of those reasons. The fear of public speaking. They might fear being humiliated. They might fear um, that they're not prepared for public speaking, so they're not going to even do it. They might worry about their appearance. Do they, maybe they're overweight or maybe they don't have the right clothes or maybe they perspire or maybe, you know, all sorts of things could happen. Um, in public speaking, so they're not gonna they're not gonna do it, or they might have the pressure to perform, and I want to hit that on a little bit later. But they might have a pressure to perform, so they have performance anxiety, and that's a real thing. Uh, also, personal insecurity. They might have all sorts of things that they might look at in their own life, and like, oh man, I don't want to do it because of this, and they secretly are uh, having these thoughts in their mind, and they're not gonna tell anybody. Because they don't want to own up to their insecurities. Um, They might be concerned that the audience that they are speaking to might not be interested in what they have to say. Or 
they have a lack of experience when it comes to public speaking, even though they might know the content, they might have a lack of experience. So they're, they don't want to do it. Or they might fear making a mistake or tripping on their words or, you know, not saying it properly. Or what if they're not, you know, they don't know their content well enough. So there's all sorts of reasons, even the fear of failure on stage. So they might not even start the conversation to even consider standing on on a stage or standing in front of people, grabbing a microphone and leading the room in some content. So even though I believe people want to, they're just scared and they stop themselves based on nervousness or based on fear or what if people don't laugh at my jokes or what if people don't care about my story or what if I put people to sleep. So there's many ways or many things that could cripple you from even starting the public speaking journey. But I believe wholeheartedly that everyone can speak. I don't believe it's just the talent. I don't believe it's just for the, those who are more charismatic in their personality uh, where the people who are a little bit more reserved or a little bit more, you know, interior in their thoughts, they're not the ones that are speaking most of the time, that it's not for them. I don't believe that one bit. I believe the people that are a little bit more charismatic have just been practicing it more because privately in their home or in their with their friends, they're the ones speaking more. That's really all it is. It's really based on practice. They're practicing privately, so therefore they can they they're, they're going to be more lenient or, or more bent to lead in a room uh, publicly because they've been doing it privately. And many great speakers have all sorts of issues in the past. Pe- historical figures that have changed history through public speaking, all, all of them had some sort of negative issues that they had to overcome themselves. Just think about it. Napoleon. Uh, was short in stature, yet he was mighty in leadership and speaking. Winston Churchill had a lisp and was humiliated by giving a speech early on in his career where he even forgot his own lines. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, he had a screechy voice. Martin Luther King Jr. was black in a, in a white-dominated world. Margaret Thatcher was a woman in a man-dominated world. So the question is that you have to overcome is what are the possible hurdles that you may have in your personal life that you may need to overcome? Do you have a speech problem? Do you have do you have all sorts of fears and worries or, or things that you might might stop you or cripple you in your own thoughts for you to speak publicly? So fear of public speaking, I, I mean, it's real and it can really cripple a person. So. Fear of public speaking really comes from two areas. Let me let me elaborate on them. Number one, it's a personality issue. And number two, it's an uncertainty. Now, these two things you can overcome, but let me let me explain that. Number one would be personality. There isn't anything that you can change with your type of personality, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. You, you don't want to change that. The good news is that you can adapt and grow regardless of your personality and you can become a great speaker. Number two, uncertainty. 
Many have no experience with public speaking, so they lack the preparation. They don't even know where to start. They don't know how to create an outline. They don't understand about transitions. They don't know how to kickstart the message. They don't know about closing. They don't know how to get into your main points. They don't know how to bring humor. They don't know how to tell a story. They don't even know uh, how to uh, grab the main points and express them. They get frozen when they're speaking. There's all sorts of things that can stop you based on uncertainty. You don't know how much time you have or you do know how much time you have, but you, you're unprepared so you don't hit the, the time frame properly because no one ever taught you how to do that. So all of these uncertainties can really grip a person with fear. And many people feel like when they stand up, they feel like they're being judged, that people are staring at them, that they're judging them the wrong way. But that's actually not true. Most people want you to succeed when you're speaking. Let me put things into context with, that will help you to put fear, the, you know, to, the context of fear of public speaking. If you were speaking to a small group of people during dinner or a small group of, for coffee, you probably weren't nervous. But if you were if you were asked to go and speak in front of a group on a stage with a microphone and a bunch of people looking at you with the same content that you were delivering to the dinner party or to that small group of people, then things might change. Then you might get nervous. Then you might get fearful. Why? If it's the same content and you know it, why? Why would you be afraid? Well, let me give you the answer. Because you have an issue with performance anxiety because we see it as a performance. Therefore, what's really going on is that we have performance anxiety. It's a real thing and can really inhibit someone from sharing their heart, inspiring someone else or informing them about something valuable that they can do or learn from or be a part of. So performance anxiety is most commonly experienced as the fear of public speaking. However, people whose career or or other other jobs like it that require them to take the stage if you will for other purposes like actors, musicians, athletes all experience stage fright in some capacity and can really uh, uh, stop them or hinder them from actually performing well. So performance anxiety is enhanced because there are people watching them. And in sports, uh, people are really, um, they're really uh, measuring you or judging you based on your last performance. So you want to perform the exact same way or even better. And now if you don't understand how to bring those energy, those worries, those fears, those nervousness and channel them properly, they're really going to inhibit your performance. But if you know how to use that properly, you can actually do well and maybe even do better. I remember this one time I was invited to speak in Hawaii, in Kona, Hawaii, for five days. And so they paid for my flight, they paid for my food, they paid for my lodging, and I was in Hawaii. So it was already a great place. I'm like, I took it without, a, without even any hesitation. And I went, I flew there. And all I had to do was speak from nine in the morning till noon so that I had the rest of the day off and to enjoy Hawaii. Now, the person that was the main leader ended up being uh, at the at the sessions in every single morning. And 
he wasn't supposed to be there. So everything in my mind prepared. Now, this was years ago, but everything in my mind prepared for him not to be there. And so within two, three minutes, I found out that he wanted to hear me speak. So as soon as I started, I was prepared. I had planned. I had my outline. I was going to deliver it and deliver it well. And I had delivered the exact same content many, many times before. But here I am in this position with the main leader. And all of a sudden, I got stage fright. There I am not able to perform because I allowed the, the fears of of how he was going to judge my message that he had already paid all this money for me to be there. And what if I didn't perform well? What if I, what, the content that I was going to deliver wasn't that good? What if I was just a waste of money? And there I am, slurring of speech, cotton mouth, uh, tripping over my mouth, stuttering, having all sorts of problems with my content, not delivering well. It was one of the worst moments of me speaking. And I failed. I failed because he didn't do anything wrong being in the room. I failed because I allowed those thoughts to stop me from actually delivering good content in a good way. And so it was a really bad experience for me. But I learned from that experience that I could do it well and not allow those negative thoughts, those negative issues to inhibit or to stop me or hinder me in any way. But actually, I learned to channel those thoughts. It doesn't matter who's in the room. It doesn't matter at all. So what if they're in the room? They might have something to learn from me. They might have some good takeaways from what I have to deliver. So you might as well deliver to the best of your ability. And it doesn't matter who's in the room. And that's easier said than done. But it is something that you can learn through. And I remember even in school, for example, when you, you know, a student might have certain grades and they might have to uh, have the same type of grades or you feel like you have to maintain them or you have to perform even better and therefore they might have performance anxiety as well. And in sports, you definitely will have this issue. You're on the spotlight. People are watching you. People are judging you. They're looking at your statistics. That You're looking at your career. They're looking at your future career and you're thinking these thoughts, man, if I don't perform well, I might not get hired next year. I might, my contract might be up. Or there might be a younger guy coming up to the ranks and they might not like me uh, performing like the, like I should. So you have all this performance anxiety and you need to learn how to channel it properly. Now, public speaking is also full of this anxiety. Like if you're speaking at a conference and you're invited to speak and you're the second speaker and you hear the first one and man, he was great. He was awesome. And how are you going to actually measure up to that? What if you're such a disaster or what if, you know, all sorts of things could happen, you know, and you're measuring and comparing yourself to the previous speaker or the speaker who's going to come after you. And what if you don't deliver as good as them? Like you could have, have all sorts of things that could mess with your brain and mess with your psyche. And you can't allow those negative thoughts to stop you or hinder you at all. You actually want to connect. Your goal is to connect with the audience uh, so that they feel like you connected with them one-on-one. -on -one, and you want to remove those nerves to, that will probably stop you and hinder you from delivering a good message. I have learned over time to utilize the nerves or the new audience or the new topic, or if I'm in a conference, 
to utilize those nerves of the previous speaker or use some of the words that the previous speaker used and build upon it. And you can really do a great job if you learn how to utilize those nerves or that adrenaline rush or that performance anxiety, all those things. And I, I even have spoken many, many times now and I have used, you know, every, every opportunity that I speak in front of either a group or TV or different type of audience. And I've learned that some things I, I'm better at. Like I remember uh, speaking in a TV uh, in, in front of a live audience and I really enjoyed speaking in front of a large audience where I did not even feel like I was speaking to a TV or that there was TV, you know, TV cameras all around me. It didn't even, it didn't even affect me. It didn't even, I didn't even see it. I didn't feel it. I didn't experience it. What I experienced was the live audience. So I could tell that's my go-to. That's my zone. I really enjoy that way better, way more than just looking at a camera and talking because I'm really talking to a live audience. Now, if you take me out of that zone of public speaking, uh, something that I'm used to, and you might even shock me with a question that I'm not used to or out of my my lane, if you will, my zone, then I might have some performance anxiety. I might have some issues like I don't know, but I've been caught where like, oh, man, that was not my zone. And I got I got put into a, a little section, a little little moment where that was not not my my knowledge base or my experience, so I had an issue with that moment and I had a little performance anxiety. So it's not like you're never gonna have them, it's that you can learn to overcome them. And so that's my goal. My goal is always to figure that moment out, learn from that, even if I fail, even if I make mistakes, how can I grow from it, not just stay there? Or ever stop me? Because the first few years that I spoke, I remember eventually that I hated it. I didn't want to speak publicly. And I was allowing some of that negative energy, some of those negative thoughts to stop me and hinder me from even desiring to speak publicly. When I first started, man, I I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow. I wanted to be excellent at this. But then I started allowing some of those thoughts, those comparisons, some of that performance anxiety to stop me, to hinder me for not even wanting it anymore because I was not going to be good enough. And I was really comparing myself to better speakers that were doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. And it took them 10, 20, 30 years to get that good and to be able to deliver and express their heart and express themselves and and do a really good job at delivering the content where I was just learning and I should not be, I should not have been comparing myself to them when they've had hundreds and thousands of hours uh, learning how to deliver content. So I had to really start all over and started to remove those negative thoughts and not look at uh, public speaking as an event, but a process of learning and growing. And obviously I'm going to fail. And obviously I'm going to make a mistake. And not taking myself too seriously really has helped me immensely. So I highly recommend, just to summarize, you're going to have some performance anxiety. You're going to have some nervous things. You're going to have some some things that are not going to go your well, your, your way. And so if you can not take yourself too serious and if you can uh, not think public speaking is an event but look at it as 
as something that you can build upon taking those opportunities and learn through them as a process and look at them even as a practice and another practice upon another practice, you're going to become better and better. You're going to grow and grow. And the more opportunities and the more different types of events that you speak at, small ones, big ones, with a microphone, no microphone, all sorts of uh, types of environments and atmospheres and cultures and generations uh, and scenarios, you're going to become better and better and better. You're going to sharpen your toolkit for public speaking and you could really make an impact. And that's what this is all about. Public speaking is not about just getting your name out there and becoming famous or even making more money. It's really about making an impact, becoming passionate about what you're going to deliver and who you're able to touch and who you're able to impact. If you can think of it like this, you're number one, you're going to become a better speaker, but you're also going to do that from a right motivation from your, your heart's going to be right. A lot of people are really about creating an image and all of that. And I'm telling you, even if you have those thoughts to try to kill those thoughts as fast as possible, because that's not what this is about. The tool of public speaking really can change history. The tool of public speaking can really make a, a ripple effect on, upon a, upon a people, a generation, uh, you can really change a life. And that's really what it's all about. And I get passionate about that. I get inspired about that. That's where it really gets me going. And I'm and I've been so thankful that I've had this opportunity to grow and be on this journey of public speaking. And here I am doing a podcast about public speaking and I would love to impact you and and give you more content. So if you like this content, connect with us online at www.impactingleaders.org. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel. Tell your friends about this channel. We'd love to get your feedback about this podcast and other podcasts. If you're interested in more, email us at at support at impactingleaders.org. would love to hear from you and see what type of content you would like to hear more of. If you like this stuff and you want more of this kind of stuff, let me know. would love to know. Or get on Instagram, connect with me on Instagram, private message me or Facebook me and connect with me there. would love to hear from you. I look forward to getting more and more content like this and uh, yeah, impacting you as well. So thank you for listening and I look forward to connecting with you more.